Welcome to the Peninsula Adventure Sports Podcast. A conversation about epic race adventures and outdoor activities from the waters of the Strait of Juan de Fuca to the mountains of Olympic National Park. Learn more about endurance racing on the North Olympic Peninsula. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Big Hurt Talk, and uh, we are moving on to leg two. This is our kayak section, a 2.6-mile uh, route of fun and frivolity, uh, depending on what the weather's given us. Uh, good old Mother Nature. And we've got some very important people here to introduce to you. We have Vicki Heckman. Vicki, welcome. Thanks, Tim. Good to be here. And uh, Vicki, you want to give a, a, just a little brief bio about yourself and maybe your relationship with the Big Hurt? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's probably not that brief because you actually have quite a history. We, I used to own Sound Bikes and Kayaks downtown, and uh, we actually sponsored a team for the Big Hurt for three years uh, when it first started back up again. And we're happy to say we won all three times we entered, so that was pretty fun. <laughs> and I got to do the kayak leg, which was fantastic. I've, kayaking is, is one of the best sports there is. So. And uh, it's just uh, nice to note that um, Vicki has done that whole circle where she has been a sponsor. She's run uh, you know, a store in our community. Uh, that's centered around a lot of the water um, stuff. And um, and now, uh, Vicki, and then along with the next person I'm going to introduce to you, uh, is uh, taking over the um, the kayak portion. And uh, so she will be your goddess of the sea um, out there along with some other fine folk. And one of those fine folks is another um, awesome uh, kayak person and just general around uh, human being, and that's Bruce Monroe. And Bruce, welcome. Thank you, Tim. Nice to be here. And so uh, with you too, what's what's a little bit of your bio and relationship with the Hurt? Oh, gosh. I have competed in the Big Hurt doing the bicycle leg way back when, when the queue came over and they did the uh, the, the voicing right. and everything. Um, then that laid off for a while and then they needed help putting things together. So I just volunteered. So I've been doing it for eight, eight years, eight, yeah. nine years since it restarted again. Yeah. It, and 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 there is a little part that I'm going to uh, spoon feed you here too. Is that uh, I actually uh, knew Bruce through the YMCA and um, and his work that he actually did with um, with kayak uh, safety and um, and I think it was part you were part of the club, right? Yes, but, yes, yeah. the Olympic Peninsula paddlers. Yeah, kayak safety is obviously a very important oh, part big, of this lake because time. we are where. <laughs> Yes. In the, in the Straits. It's, uh, and, and that's it's, one of the reasons why we changed the course. Yes. And I think we're going to get to some of that. Um, so let's go ahead and start. And you guys can just choose, you know, between the two of you, maybe like, you know, thumb wrestling or whatever about, you know, who might be best to answer this. But um, so this is the second leg. And um, let's paint a little picture of what's in store for the, the competitors. Well, Friday evening, most of them will be bringing their kayaks down, and we'll have some people down there to help them offload their boats. Um, when they pick up their packets, uh, we will tape their numbers onto the port bow, the left side of the bow for them. Thank you. Um, and um, the it'll all be placed on the beach first come, first serve um, in, in, in certain areas. Iron people will be on the right-hand side of the beach, and the teams will be on the left and wherever position they're at the boats are not allowed to be on the berm or down the the beach uh, the rocks at all uh-huh. they need to be on the flat and wherever but they can't they... reserve a spot it's like no. basically first, first come, come first, first serve, serve. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is critical <laughs> well when they bring their boats down 
um, they have the discretion on where they want to stage their boat. Okay, so if they want to stay away from some of the boulders that are on the side, they may station it more central to their to their staging area. So what is their what does their morning look like? What's 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 a kayaker's well, life? When they check in, we'll have to make sure that they have a personal flotation device with them uh, and a whistle. Then when the next day comes up, they'll come over and check their stuff out. If they've had their boats upside down so it doesn't get rain in them, then they'll turn them over. And uh, we might have some late arrivals on Saturday morning. We typically do and we'll get them squared away and whatnot. Day of the race, they can come over, check their stuff out, and see what, it'll be loaded with kayaks, so they're gonna have to come down and make sure that they know where their boat is. Put their vest on, grab their paddle, grab the boat, run down the beach, get in the water, and take off. And um, during the competition, um, we do not help them launch their boats. Uh, they have to launch the boats on their own, uh, but when they do come back in onto the beach, we'll have helpers down there, we'll take care of their boats for them. Great, yeah, and, uh, and what, and just a real brief description of that beach. Are we talking like Maui white sand, perfectly smooth, steep, incline? What's the the face of the beach going down to the water is all cobbles, and so um, it's a little dicey going down there. Um, so where? So just going barefoot, where and jumping in my yak is not not advisable. Not advisable. No. And then once they come up that that face, then there's sand and soft sand and whatnot. Then they have to run over to the tag off area by the bell. How about? Can you describe the the course and the transition? Well, you are going to paddle 2.6 beautiful miles, headed east from Pebble Beach where you're launching and. Um, you're going to go through to the Rainier Mill site. It's going to be an out and back, and you'll just turn around at the buoy. So paddlers will need to split the race markers, yellow on the right side of the boat, orange on the left going out, circle the red marker on the left side of the boat at the turnaround, and then going back, split the markers with the orange on the right side and yellow on the left, heading back west straight to Pebble Beach again. Cool. Uh, and... In that course, is there, is there anything that they need to be aware of when they're on, on the water? Is there anything in particular on this course? Obstacles, no. Coho Ferry, yes. <laughs> I'd say that's an obstacle. Coho Ferry is a good one. On the city pier. Um, and the city pier, there is that, yes. Right. So um, the city pier is going to be stationary, not moving. The Coho, we can't guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> so if there is uh, the boat either taking off or coming in coming in uh the the basically the paddle will be stopped um anybody on the pedal beach trying to launch will be held at the beach anybody on the other side toward the the mill part or mm -hmm. the mill pier will be held there all that time will be deducted from the overall finish time so the clock will stop so it it won't hurt anybody's race time if i'm a spectator and i want to go cheer on my team and you, you know you this wonderful course that you're describing are there some great spots to do that you can do that at the parking lots and all along the waterfront you can also go over to the city pier um, Hollywood Beach um, all along the the uh, discovery trail discovery trail there so a lot of access points where people can watch yeah this sounds like a really uh, like spectator friendly course that's uh, that you've put back in. And this is new, right, Bruce? This right, we changed it last year. Vicki, you did a great job of describing the course, but so in the transition piece, Bruce, so you know, 
you're you're bringing your kayak in and what's what's going to what are you going to experience when you come to that beach so if i'm an iron man i'll have some people in the water with their ankles or mid calves ready to catch the boat um, so that the person the iron man gets out finds his legs underneath him runs up the beach and then runs through the timing area and over to where his bicycles are stationed at where he'll change out their their clothes or whatever they need to do if i'm a team person <clears throat> People will be catching me uh, at the shore uh, with the boat, and then I jump out, I'll run through the timing area, and there's a large bell on a tripod up there that your teammates will be waiting for you, and you have to ring the bell and then pass over your timing chip to your team member, and your team member takes off on the, the next The thunder leg. bell. Yes, yeah, the thunder so bell. <laughs> we love hearing the thunder bell go off. And, the, and those people you're talking about in the water, those are volunteers, right? Usually yes. Usually are JRGC? Yes. yes, from the high school. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And I, you do a great job with that that crew. And we'll try and have cowbells out for some of us so we can ring them all along the way. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, okay, so I know this is a, a is always a, a, a an interesting issue and something that a lot of people that listening to this will will care about because uh, you know sometimes it's hard to come by a kayak or you've got your favorite kayak and uh, you know what you're used to and. The question is, is can that kayak be used at the Big Hurt? <laughs> so uh, what kind of kayaks can be used? And uh, yeah, take it away. All kayaks in all divisions have to be a minimum of 13 feet long, including rudders and handle. So nothing shorter than that. Okay. Um, all kayaks in all divisions must have watertight bulkheads, watertight hatches, or secure positive flotation in both ends of the boat. Um, that's Coast Guard requirement, mm -hmm. non-negotiable. And you'll be happy. Uh, and you'll be that's happy. the case if you'll you be do very happy. turn over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if it does happen to be a little foggy or breezy, you'll be extra happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the width of all team division kayaks must be equal or wider, or equal to or wider than 0 .094 inches of the overall length of the boat. We we get very technically here, folks. Very technical. <laughs> very technical. Don't be an eighth off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, surf skis are only allowed in the iron division, so the solo division only. Uh, to ensure fairness and safety in the kayak leg, all boats will be inspected on race day for compliance. Uh, they also allow paddle boards, uh, which all have to have a leash and fins, and they allow uh, outrigger canoes. Great. Bruce, anything you want to add to that? Oh, we even had a person last year that was laydown paddleboard. Yeah. Wow. And just stroking away. Just tiring. It's yeah. all I can think Man. of. Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, that's that's the type of kayaks, and uh, and obviously there are some that are not, but uh, a kayak. But I guess one of the things that really sticks out in my mind from that is that they are all single person powered, so you know, not a canoe that's being used as a double or anything like that. Only one occupant per boat. One occupant per boat. That's great. So, Vicky, uh, how about some uh, some of the other rules? You 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 talked a little bit about. Um, you know, the, the flotation in the kayak and stuff like that. But what about like the human body? <laughs> paddlers need flotation too. Okay. <laughs> so all paddlers will be required to use a U.S. Coast Guard approved type three life jacket, PFD, and have a whistle. Uh, any racer not observed wearing their jacket or wearing it unzipped will be disqualified, either both iron and team. Um, kayak must be paddled by one person using a double, double bladed paddle as the sole means of propulsion. Outrigger canoes must be paddled by one person using a single-bladed paddle. A paddle or boat leash is required for all surf skis in competition in competitive division. Uh, there are no MP3, iPods, or similar music audio systems 
allowed. So just like period. the rest of the course, any of the yep. other legs. So yep. basically understand people, we need your ears mm -hmm. available for other important things. Right. If somebody's going to try and pass you, you got to be able to hear them. They want to, you know, you're going to be on the highway for part of the races. You're going to be in the water. Pay attention. So yeah. that's, that's and it's a, it's a it's a busy harbor. There's uh you know we it seems like every year, uh I I feel like the big hurt has some new adventure that's going on. Like I didn't know that there was a crabbing derby also this day, or I didn't know that they were bringing that freighter in. So um, it's, yeah, a it's, place. It <laughs> it's a busy place. It is. It's a busy place. Whistle is required again. Um, skills required. Know how to paddle your boat. Don't have this be the first time you've been on the water. Um, skills required, all racers should be capable of performing some, some form of a remount or self-rescue. It can't be, you can't depend on someone to get to you on time. So, um, which it, isn't that one of the cool things about this, this new route though, is, uh, I mean, there is a much better, uh, opportunity for water exit and, um, and drag kayak said vessel right. to shore. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. is. Because yeah, what at any given time you're probably how many yards off from the from the shoreline? Well, it depends on how well you got the length of the city pier for one. Yeah. You know, but as you come around and you're going down along the shoreline, um, I would probably say 15 yards, maybe 20 yards. Yeah. Not you know, bad. if you choose to. Yeah. You know? That's good. W were there any other rules that you were wanting to talk about on there, Vicky? Uh, let's see. I guess just describing briefly what kind of rescues. Self-rescues are allowed really basically getting yourself back on the boat. If you're in a sit-in kayak, you need to know how to, to turn the thing over either outside of the kayak getting back in or do an Eskimo roll. Uh, there's cowboy remounts, paddle float rescues, etc. Just make sure you know how to get yourself back in your boat. Um, we do recommend a spray skirt on all cockpitted boats. Um, if you use one, you'll need to know how to do the wet exit or roll. If you're not, then bring a pump as well. But Bruce, I, I, what, I just did want to cover, uh, is there any other kind of etiquette or awareness that? Well, I would suggest being, um, follow the rules of the sea, be safe, um, watch out for wake, um, don't overcrowd somebody, especially in a corner. Um, stay away from your competitors as much as possible so that you're not banging paddles against other people's hulls and stuff. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just be aware, be safe, be courteous. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and, and that does get back. So you, you brought out this aspect of being in the water. You know, if, if, if it happens, it happens. Tell me, is there any, are there any safety boats or anything out there on the water to, or people really needing to come into this realizing they need to be self-reliant? There will be safety boats on the water. There will be people available to help. Uh, there's going to be guide help as well so that you don't miss your corners and turns. Having said that, if they're busy rescuing someone else and you happen to turn over as well, um, it's very important that you know what to do. The water is cold. Some people can do this terrible thing called an Eskimo dive on January 1st <laughs> and, and I freeze in the wetsuit in the middle of summer. So I mean, it's make sure you're safe, make sure you're warm, make sure you're, you're going to be able to handle whatever um, whatever comes your way out there. So I guess in that, how cold is the water? <laughs> Stinking cold. Oh, Stinking cold. Degrees, 45 degrees. Yeah. 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 The first inch might be 52 and then after that you're done. <laughs> so you got to be stout, you know? Yeah. You yeah. don't go out on the water without knowing what's in it. Right. Um, so would you recommend that people wear a, a wetsuit, dry suit? 
Some people do. Um, now that the course has changed, the tendency would probably be not to. Um, um, maybe even a dry top. So that being said, um, is the Big Hurt uh, always like 70 degrees and flat, calm, and beautiful? <laughs> sometimes it rains. Sometimes it's windy. Get the fog come in. So it changes conditions, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, that, that upper, especially for the people who are kayaking, boating, uh, you know, obviously stand-up paddleboarders, everything's exposed. But that upper section is definitely... Uh, exposed for a long while and and uh, yeah even if you don't go in the water I would imagine if it's raining and windy that's a lot of exposure in itself as, as well as the sun and even the people that are going to be on paddle boards on you know sit on top kayaks anything like that be ready for the really cold water can you can you explain um, how you get to the the drop-off site and what okay that... um, there is a map in your packet on, on the website and you drive down Front Street, um, going past the Field Arts Center, and um, you go down and there's a large building shelter out there um, that's got a big whale tail there and everything. Oh yeah, and the sculpture, the whale, yes, yeah, yes. The whale bone. And there's, yeah. there's a driveway entrance there that they could go in. It's right over by where the uh, crosswalk is. Okay. And they can access that going in there, then drive down um, in front of the and, beach. Which is basically the Olympic Discovery Trail, and yes. they're just driving their car onto the trail. Right, but, yeah. and they can drive down and then um, offload their boats there. And uh, and then what what do they do once they've dropped their boat? Can they just keep their car parked there the whole time, no. or do they it need to? it needs to be moved immediately, and there will be security down there at nighttime, so they don't have to worry about their boats being messed with by somebody. Okay, so they move their car out of there and go park it back on Oak Street or something? Yes. And, okay. And Vicki... I really love kayaking. I want to do the kayaking portion, but I don't have my own kayak. Can they rent a kayak locally? They can rent a kayak at Elevate Outdoors, which is out on Highway 101 West and what, two miles west of town-ish. And, and is there a way to, is, is that contact on the, on the website or? Yes, it is. Oh, perfect. Yes. yes, so you can get a hold of them. I recommend sooner than later because if there's enough people that truly want to experience kayaking and don't have one, that could be a problem. Right, <laughs> so, right. So reserve which, one sooner than later. Which can be the case. Let them know you're part of the big hurt. That's the great. boats are delivered the night before, Friday night. And okay. they have each, each uh, person's that's renting it name on tape that's right above the cowl. Wow. I like that. That's, That's good, good service. Okay, um, is there anything else that competitors should know about this lake? Yes. Okay. Practice transition before you get on the water, paddle, and get out to oh. eat, run up that beach and run down that sidewalk and ring your bell. Your legs are not going to function as they normally do, and you'll get out of that thing, and you'll just wonder where they went. So practice transition or be ready for that. <laughs> that, is, that is really great advice, and I hate to say this, but as somebody who has you know, uh, observed the big hurt, I, it is one of somewhat like the interesting parts where I kind of always look over, especially the people who are doing iron, because they have just pumped their legs full of blood, you know, doing the mountain bike section. They come in, they get in those yaks, and then they don't use their legs for, you know, the next 40 minutes or so. And yeah. It's then you like, got to run up a beach. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a good one. So yeah. be ready and for that. And it's not a Baywatch run. No, 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 no Baywatch. <laughs> hey, Bruce, how about those first timers? Typically, I'll be able to tell if they're a first timer or they're experienced. And so I'll give them some tips, try to use their body core when they're paddling, um, not just their arms, so they're able to um, do the distance. 
Yeah, and 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 actually, I've had the opportunity to to, as I we kind of talked about earlier. You know, Bruce had uh, had some extensive kayaking background and education, and it is really good. And he will talk to people about their paddling technique and stuff, and how to hold their uh, paddle, and how right? to hold their paddle. And um, I think, unless you guys have anything else to add to the mix, it's definitely been a pleasure vicky welcome back to the big hurt and in, in another role and uh bruce thank you for keeping on keeping on yep. um it's important to have you know these kind of touch points in our community and people who have been a part of things for quite a while and it's great to have you it's so a pleasure yeah. fun to be here thank thanks, you Tim. thanks for listening to the peninsula adventure sports podcast Visit PeninsulaAdventureSports.com for more about our events and premier outdoor recreation on the North Olympic Peninsula. On the next episode, learn about the road bike and running sections of the Big Hurt.